Hello, nerdlings everywhere. My name is Jade, and welcome back to the Nerd Fix, episode 7. This is the podcast where we talk about everything in the nerd community, whether it be anime, manga, video games, comics, anything that you love that's nerdy, we're here to talk about on a Monday. And I'm really sorry about recording this on a Monday, but this was out of proportion and on my hands that I decided to do this a day later because a lot of things have happened last night that I wasn't able to go put out a new episode. But for this episode, this is going to be very interesting because we're going to be talking about the new expansion for Sword and Shield for Pokemon and my two cents about it and how I feel about it. So for those of you who are Pokemon fans, sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. Because this is going to be a good one. Now with the excitement coming about with Pokemon Sword and Shield, there is the new DLC that's coming up which comes with two, count them, two bundles. That being the Isle of Armor and the Crown of Tundra. I am very excited about these two coming out and I cannot tell you how beyond excited I am with someone who's been playing Pokemon ever since playing Pokemon Yellow on the Game Boy Color. It just really blows my mind away. But with everything that we know so far for the DLC, the Isle of Armor DLC is set to arrive on June 17th. And it comes with favorites like Psyduck, Zoroa, and many more. And the Pokemon that are going to be coming into the DLC for this week include Scyther, Scizor, Tauros, Wismer, Loudred, Exploud, Drudgeodon, Sandile, Krukorok, Crocorok, Crocodile, Tangela, Tancroft, Execute, Executor, Poliwag, Poliwhirl, Poliwrath, Politoed, Kangaskhan, Buffalant, Emolga, Mindfu, Mindshaw, Screlp, Dragella, Dragel, sorry if I mispronounced some Pokemon names, Staryu, Starmie, Skarmory, Psyduck, Golduck, Magnemite, Magneton, Magnezone, Happiny, Chansey, Blissey, Horsey, Seedra, Kingdra, Azuril, Meryl, Azumarill, Zoroa, Zoroark, Larvesta, Volcarock, Fletching, Fletchender, Talonflame, Dendende, Rockruck, and Lycanroc. And also some others that will be appearing for the Crown Tundra arc, which has not been set of a set date yet, but it's going to be scheduled to be coming out for this fall, will include Pokemon of the following. Relicanth, Absol, Swablu, Altaria, Jinx, Luxio, Luxray, Aron, Larion, Agron, Magby, Magmark, Magmatar, Fomantis, Lorantis, Nidoran, female, Nidorina, Nido Queen, Nidoran, male, Nidorino, Nido King, Zubat, Goldbat, Crobat, Elekid, Electabuzz, Electivire, Smoochum, Jinx, Sveal, Celio, Walrein, Beldum, Mag, Matang, Metagross, Gibble, Gabite, Garchomp, Crygonal, Amora, and Auroras. And some legendary Pokemons of our favorites include the legendary birds, legendary dogs, or cats, however you spew them, Ho-Oh, Lugia, the Regis, Groudon, Kyogre, Latias, Latios, 
Rayquaza, Uxie, Azelf, Mesprit, Dialga, Palkia, Heatran, Iratina, Cresselet, and so much more. It is exciting and I cannot wait to see what else is new. But also what really tips the scale of how exciting the new DLC is are the new Gigamax forms for the starter Pokemon, which include not only have we seen the new Gigamax form for Charizard, but there's going to be a new Gigamax for the starters for Sword and Shield, and the starters for Blastoise and Venusaur. Now, if you've already seen the video for it on YouTube, then you know it's gonna look crazy as fuck. I kid you not. <sighs> I'm sorry, it's just thinking about that, like, my all-time childhood favorite starter from when I was a kid, it just brings me back to when I first played Pokemon Blue. No, I played Pokemon Yellow, was my first, then I played Pokemon Red. Pokemon Red, I chose Squirtle, and he was my starter, and I paved the way to Indigo Plateau with my Blastoise. Blastoise, number one, fight me. But, with everything else that is shown for the new DLC for Sword and Shield, there's no telling of what else is there to come. Not to mention, there are two new Regis that will be appearing and a brand new Legendary that I am highly excited for. Not to mention, a new Legendary Pokemon, which is a cute little bear. and. The moment I saw him, my only reaction was, I want to kiss you and hug you and pet you and cuddle you and kiss you and hug you and call you George. Let's pretend I did not say that, but still, not to mention the Gigamax form of the pre-evolved form of him is cute. Not cute, but epic. And here are my thoughts about the DLC. I am pretty much excited for the DLC, and I cannot wait to see how this is going to go down when the first one, Isle of Armor, hits on June 17th, 2020. And once again, Crown Tundra will not hit until sometime this fall of this year. But for those of you who did not get the bundle, I suggest you get it right now because you do not know what you are missing out on. Now, with everything that we know so far with the DLC, I'm really happy that they brought in some old school Pokemon from my childhood. Like, for example, Luxray. He's my all-time favorite electric Pokemon from Diamond and Pearl and always will be till the day I die. However, there are some Pokemon that I was kind of bummed out that they did not include on the list. I mean, there were some other good ones that I wish they would include, like, um... What about the other starters from the other generation? Like, where's Blaziken? Where's Swampert? Where's, uh, Sceptile? Uh, what about the others? But, 
It really does bum me out that the other starters would not be included in with DLC, because it would be really cool to see what they would look like Gigamax. Not to mention, too, that some of the mythical Pokemon are not going to be included in with the game as well. However, there have been some ways that people are able to get some mythical Pokemon over, like Mew, Jirachi, Celebi. Me, myself, I'm able to get them over, too, with no problem, but for some reason, they were unable to get them into the DLC. But again, some people are smart enough to bring them over, and it's not a hard task. But I wish there were some more ways that they could bring over every single Pokemon over, just like they did for Sun and Moon. I mean, hell, they had every single Pokemon on there for Sun and Moon, from Kanto all the way to Alola. But they had to cut it down just so they can have a certain number of Pokemon, just so it would be enough room, or just so it would be enough space. Which I can't be understand that this is how what how they wanted, but at the same time, <sighs> to teach one's own. But I wish there were some awesome, cool uh, fossils that they would bring over too. Like, what about Cradilly? I love Cradilly. It was another one of my favorite fossils and Pokemon that I loved so much. It was a classic from Hoenn, Lilip, that evolved into Cradilly. Yeah, it might be a bit slow, but its power set is ooh. Like, I had a Cradilly back when I was a kid when I played Pokemon Ruby. His power set was off the chain. It consisted of, if I remember from when I was a little kid, even back in the days when I played Pokemon Coliseum and Pokemon XD, it consisted of Earthquake, Giga Drain, Rock Slide, and... Ugh, what was the last one? I can't remember the last one. Fuck. But still, Great Elite would have been an awesome good choice too, because it was such a badass Pokemon and an awesome great fossil to bring into the game. But there was only certain fossils that you, they can only allow, and some of the fossils on there I kind of question about. I mean, why is there a dinosaur that looks like it's about to sneeze and it's cold and it looks like it's about to sneeze either ice or electricity i'm scared the other one just looks so creepy and the other one just looks like a happy derpy fish uh what is this then again who am i to judge overall 95% of the Pokemon that they added onto the DLC list, I'm really happy that they're bringing over because some, most of the Pokemon that they're bringing over to the DLC, I really did love. I really do love. But some of them, I wish they would actually bring over. But time would tell if they would actually be able to bring some other fan fa fan favorites over, like Cradilly or other ones that I could mention off the top of my head, but my brain is somewhere else because of the excitement. And there you have it, ladies and gents. These were my thoughts on the Sword and Shield DLC that is to be coming out on June 17th, 2020. 
Thank you all so much for listening. And once again, I do apologize for releasing this episode just a day later, but a lot has happened the day before, which caused everything to be delayed. But rest assured, everything will be back to normal schedule on Sunday, where a new episode will be released and everything will be back on schedule. But to end this episode, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. And please keep an eye out for the new Sword and Shield DLC coming up on June 17th, 2020 for Pokemon fans out there. This is Jade from the Nerd Fix signing off, and thank you so much for listening.